Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and of course, as always, we have Shyler from B1029, and we're going to recap and discuss and dig a little deeper into some of the big entertainment stories from the week of October 17th, 2022. So this one actually broke out just over the weekend, really. Um, Travis Scott being accused of cheating on on Kylie Jenner, which, look, I think there's been cases before with Travis allegedly cheating on Kylie. This isn't new. But so what happened, according to E! News, late last week or late almost two weeks ago, Instagram model Rogine Carr, who years ago denied rumors of flirting with Travis at one point, shared on her private Instagram stories a video showing Travis on the set of a a video shoot that he was directing which kind of raised some speculation that they had met up. Now, this is where I'm getting confused because when I'm looking around on this story on other other publications, other tabloid sites, they label Rojin Carr as Travis Scott's ex. Oh. Right. But so after this video got posted, Travis took to his Instagram stories to post, quote, an uninvited person was sneaking photos on that was supposed to be a closed set while I was directing a video. I'm saying this for the last time. I don't know this person. I've never been with this person. So please stop with the continuous cyber games and the fictional storytelling. So there's another uh, page called The Shade Room, which posted this whole exchange between Travis and Carr. So after Travis posted his statement I just read, Rogin got back on. And, and then accused him of lying, saying, quote, saying you don't know me and you've never once been with me when you've definitely been with me when blanking everybody's seen you with me when I have pictures and videos of you with me. Come on. Come on, sir. Oh, yeah. So then she, she continues on. Oh. oh, no, she keeps going. She says this Valentine's Day, I saw you. I ran out the door. And you had every single girl I know blowing me up like Trav's asking for you. Come back. Are we pretending that that didn't happen too? Like, come on, you cheat on that B every single blanking night. The whole blanking city sees it. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. And you're like, what? So then, oh, no. So then Travis posts on his Instagram stories a photo. And it's a Valentine's Day themed dinner table dated February 14th. And he wrote, quote, if you wasn't at this table on V-Day, then you wasn't with me. And it's got like a, a couple of plates, some gifts with the flowers on a table. And, you know, it looks like they're at their house with, you know, getting ready to have dinner together. Oh, cute. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of back and forth. And... Yeah. He knew, so they reached out to Carr and Travis and Kylie Jobs for comment. Of course, no one is going to say anything at this point until everybody gets their ducks in a row. But rumors first surfaced back in 2019 because apparently there was an alleged fling while he was on that break from Kylie. Remember that when those two were on that break? Yeah. So she denied the reports at the time while a source close to Travis said that, you know, any rumors of cheating are totally and completely false. Um, Yeah, so it, it's kind of weird that, you know, 
these two have had somewhat, it seems like, of a history in the past. And now all of a sudden, she comes out again with this accusation that he was with her, he cheated on Kylie with her, and Travis is like, no, I don't know who this person is. Really, you can't tell me you don't know who this person is. Yeah, I mean, you... And you can own it and say, like, yeah, I've I've met you a few times. Like, our 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 paths have crossed, but it's never been what you're insinuating. If that's mm-hmm. the case, <laughs> I feel like just being like, we I've never met this person. That's because it's so much easier to like call that out. You know what I mean? Right. Especially if they do have pictures and stuff together, or I don't know. It's like there, there's. It's almost like he he shot himself in the foot yeah. by saying, I've never met this person. But you have, and that's okay. But, like, flat out denying that they've ever met is, like, a red flag to me, I think. Yeah. Well, and and this all goes back. It seems like it's it's the old friends argument. We were on a break. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, <laughs> Travis allegedly might have done something with Rogene back when Kylie and Travis were quote unquote on a break and reading too back, back when this happened back in 2019, there was a, there was some speculation that um, Kylie and Tyga had maybe kind of gotten back together. And that's when Kylie came out and said, no, look, it's over dramatized. There was no date with Tyga. You know, there was nothing that happened there. And this is around the same time, of course, when this whole thing with with Travis and and Rogine may or may not have happened. So yeah, it it'll it, it, for there to be a lot of back and forth, and I think sometimes, and we look, we've seen this before with celebrities. They they feel like they have to jump in right away when someone accuses them, and and almost like you said, it almost is like when you jump in really quick like that. It almost maybe labels you as guilty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of just letting, you know, whatever it is came out, came out. It's like, okay, hang on. Let's, let's, let, let's do this tactfully in a way that's not going to just have people think immediately guilty. When you, when that happens and then you immediately go on and then you're having this back and forth with this person, obviously you must know who this person is. Because for for Rogin to post this video about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, and then for Travis to see it and then have to respond to it right away, and then you're having this back and forth. Yeah. You can't tell me you don't know who this person is. You've had to have some sort of something. And you're on a video shoot with this person. How do you not not know who she is? <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, and I see on Instagram, someone commented, Courtney Lux says, "Um, I've been working with Travis for eight years, and I was on set all day as he was directing a video for another artist. This lady is delusional, and she was not there with him. Okay. Well. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Oh, I'm going to be diving into this. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely what we're going to watch now because for someone that claims to have been with him 
and this is again not the first cha- not the first time we've heard these two names you know come together it yeah. it makes you kind of wonder like well wait a minute uh back in 19 there was an alleged fling between you two which you know she denied but now she's back with 3 years later with this something yeah. happened oh well more drama to move on to mm-hmm. <laughs> olivia wilde and jason sudeikis which look i know we've talked about these two numerous times but now for whatever reason over the last week olivia wilde and jason sudeikis had to come out together with a joint statement against their former nanny oh my oh my what a mess what an absolute mess oh I mean, to, and, and this is all done through the Daily Mail. So to kind of catch you up in case you haven't been able to follow along with everything, because it was like every day something new. And eventually there was some sort of secret salad dressing, which we'll get into later as well, um, <laughs> which I'm still kind of puzzled about. But anyway. So weird. Yeah. So here's what happened is the Daily Mail posted a interview with the this person claiming to be the ex-nanny of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde and their two kids, Otis and Daisy, kind of documenting or detailing how the relationship allegedly ended between Olivia and and Jason. And basically went on to say that, you know, the whole timeline that has been perceived between Olivia and, Wilde, between Olivia and Harry isn't quite right. It seemed like it was going on a little earlier than what we what we thought it was happening according to the ex nanny and there were text messages and jason at one point um laying in front of olivia's car so she couldn't leave um text messages a dog was involved where they had jason coming in saying we have to we have to find a new home for the dog because olivia's gone oh yeah i mean it was it was some pretty detailed stuff yeah and so go ahead no like we i i think we have to accept that the timeline is always going to be a little cloudy Mm -hmm. and and i don't know if we'll ever really know for sure i think we just have to accept that the timeline was a little iffy but of course like if they're having a rough time in their marriage or they're about to split up, you're going to have those really hard, you know, fights or heartbreaking moments being dramatic and laying in the driveway so she can't leave. I mean, yikes. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's what kind of a, a brief summary of, of some of the things from the, from the interview. So and I'm and I'm reading the, this from Yahoo Entertainment that that kind of broke it down from Daily Mail. So the nanny claims that Wilde became very smitten with Styles back in October when production began on Don't Worry Darling, and Olivia allegedly spent more time away from home. The nanny said that she brought their daughter Daisy to the set um, because she had, I guess, a small part in the film, and she recalled Wilde being visibly giddy around Styles. Um, and then Wilde moved into the uh, Paramore Estate Hotel in L.A., telling Sudeikis was part of a COVID outbreak on the set. But she broke up with him soon after on November 8th. And then 
Also in this interview, Sudeikis allegedly broke up with Wilde over a huge fight in their home while while Wilde was preparing a salad with a quote-unquote special dressing she was bringing to Styles. Destiny became upset, filmed them fighting allegedly. Wilde said, or Wilde claimed she was scared of Sudeikis. She tried to leave the home. Sudeikis then laid on the ground under her car so she couldn't drive to see him, to see Styles. Mm. Uh, he later uncovered some full details of her relationship with Styles by reading messages on an Apple Watch that she left behind at their home. The nanny says that Sudeikis was erratic and unstable. Um, she also claims that Wilde continued to string Sudeikis along. Oh, I mean, probably. Uh, or like you're trying to make it work. I guess, but it, but like it gets a little TMI. Yeah, like the, this interview gets a little TMI too. Like, So she claims that Wilde, by stringing Sudeikis along, allegedly slept nude in the same bed as Sudeikis, swam naked in their pool, sent him texts claiming she loved him. Um, I don't know. It, and so that this is why then Jason and Olivia came together for this joint statement against this interview. Basically denying everything this ex-nanny had to say. They basically called the ex-nanny disgruntled ex-employee that's been harassing them, family, friends, coworkers, close relationships for for a while now. Yeah. So I think to have Jason and Olivia now having to come together to come out against this ex-nanny, you're like, oh, okay. Maybe this, maybe this ex-nanny is crazy or uh, who knows, you know, what, you know, why would the two have to come together like that to, you know, I, I guess because, you know, you're trying to save face on both sides. I mean, I'm sure Sudeikis doesn't want to come across as this, you know, erratic, possibly abusive fiance and Olivia coming across as this home, you know, home wrecker that, you know, got smitten with Harry Styles and decided just to abandon her family. Yeah. You know, I, I, obviously they don't want to, they both don't want to come across as, you know, bad people. And of course, for the sake of their kids too, which they are still, you know, co-parenting. And then you got Harry Styles over here. That's like, wait, whoa, whoa. I'm sure that's like, hang on a second. I mean, obviously he's, he's staying out of it. For, I mean, look, he's, he's staying out of it. It's not his ex-nanny. It's not his fight. He just, this whole thing. I mean, you got to think that on Harry's side, this whole thing is like, this is just getting too bizarre for me. Honestly, yeah. I mean, especially because Harry Styles is such a phenomenon in his own right. He yeah. doesn't need like extra, especially negative PR, I would think. I would think that this would, yeah, if, if I were dating Olivia Wilde, I would be exhausted with this. Like this, this, this is so much, <laughs> so much, just so much drama and BS around the movie, around their relationship, around her former relationship. It's like, this is messy. Just oh, sloppy yeah. messy. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I don't even know like where you go from here. I mean, you making this joint statement 
do we believe them or do we do we believe the nanny? Right. And so like, if this is like a tell all you know, take advantage of the fact that this is a very sensitive time and the spotlight has been on them and try to get back at them as an ex-employee or just trying to get the truth out there because she witnessed it. Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> what, what do you, who do you believe? I mean, part of me really wants to believe Olivia and, and Jason only because they have come together for the first time in, you know, almost a year. Yeah. To go against this. Yeah. And so page six has the name of the of the former nanny. The, the former's name nanny is Erica Gennaro. G-E-N-A-R-O. Hmm. Um and also in the interview, now get this. There's there's a a couple parts of this interview. Another part of it claims the nanny claims that Florence Pugh had a fling with Harry Styles before Olivia Wilde started dating him. Which we've there's been rumors, of course, during this whole thing that Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde had some kind of beef between them. And so so now this daddy's claiming that, oh well, the reason for that is is because Florence Pugh allegedly had a fling with Harry Styles before the whole Olivia Wilde thing started. Which kind of makes sense why there would be drama between the the two ladies if Olivia came in and stole her man. Well, she was with, what's his name? Zach Braff. Yeah. So here, get this, in a video posted online, Gennaro the nanny claimed that Sudeikis told her that, quote, Flo was blanking Harry and she had a boyfriend, who, of course, was Zach Braff at the time. Oh. So she's saying that Zadakis is the one that told her this, or the nanny this. So, like, Interesting. This is, yes. And Olivia Wilde was like, uh-uh. If anybody's getting a piece of that, it's going to be me. <laughs> so now let, let, me, let me throw this on the other side. Now the common denominator in all this is Harry Styles. Yikes. Now I don't obviously want to, I'm just speculating at this point. But do you, do you, I mean, is Harry like the guy, kind of guy that's, you know, the little, little romance or charmer? And he's got these two, you know, attractive females that he's working on this movie. It's like, hey, you know what? Why not? You know, I, I think, I obviously do not know Harry Styles, but I, from interviews and, and seeing him perform, like, he just exudes this charisma and mm-hmm. charm and i could see that it if especially if you were working in like close quarters with him that he he would he would absolutely make you swoon right. and possibly abandon your whole family <laughs> <laughs> well and it look it seems like there might have been some trouble between Sedakis and wild before harry styles anyway it kind of seems like there might have been some trouble between Pew and Braff before yeah. Harry anyway. So, you know, <laughs> maybe. That's, that's my problem. Like My problem with this interview is that this is a very sensitive time 
for actual real life humans. People are like, this is their life. They are experiencing this. So even if the nanny is 100% telling the truth or even just an embellished version of the truth, I find it sad that, you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like, that's not like hot gossip that Jason Sudeikis is lying underneath Olivia's car so she doesn't go and meet up with her boyfriend or he misses her or whatever and like that 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 kind of, that just makes me kind of sad mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean like that seems like a man who is desperately trying to keep his family together and would you know literally laying in front of a car so she can't leave right I don't think right. I mean I guess I could that could be seen as I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a controlling behavior. I think it's desperation. And I think it's sad. And I think it's not something that if I were Jason Sudeikis, I would want the world to know. Um, right. Or at least I not like that. You know, yeah. I, I would like for him to recover, obviously, um, move on. And then maybe say in an interview, like, yeah, I, I mean, I was laying in front of her car trying to get her to stay and stay home and not leave. But she left anyway. But it's okay. I'm good now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this well, this is a very private and vulnerable moment or series yeah. of moments in these people's lives. And it's just out there for all of us to know now. Well, and I would hate to believe that Olivia Wilde seemingly tried to string Jason along by, you know, sleeping nude in their bed together, swimming, you know, almost like kind of like, like the nanny allegedly claimed that she was stringing Jason along and then just you know, cut the string all together at one point. Well, I mean, and when you're, you know, at the tail end of a relationship and trying to figure out, you, you know what I mean? Like, what, the, there's so much comfort in that long-term partner, as excited as you are for, you know, moving on and, you know, go, well, <laughs> boinking Harry Styles. Um, call let's call it what it is. Like you can't like there has to have been like it wasn't an easy, I don't think it could have been an easy decision for her. So I think if she was still sleeping in bed with him and still walking around the house naked, I mean, I'm sorry, that's her house. She can walk around naked and swim naked wherever she wants. But also, like, she probably was trying to see if it could work. Possibly, yeah. And then it just got to a point where it didn't. And I guess maybe I don't know. I know it, it's such a bizarre. It this is whole, so bizarre. Yeah, this whole thing is so bizarre and so weird, and sadly, I don't think we've heard the end of it. Oh. I think there is still more that's going to come out from people who. I, I, and look, we we even had um, the some of the people that worked on the movie come out with a press release about how there was no drama behind the movie. Yeah. Of don't worry, darling. I mean, I, I, I guess I've never seen so much drama and um, uh, press releases and statements trying to defend whatever was going on or not going on behind the scenes. It's just so messy. My goodness, like it's it, it is bizarre, just how. 
negative all of all of this has been. I feel like there hasn't been I haven't heard like a single good thing about Don't Worry Darling except for like Florence Pugh is pretty good. Well, like you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean the only thing you don't really hear anything about the movie, it's about everything that went on behind the scenes of the film. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean on purpose have not gone to see it because I, I'm like this I cannot escape this freaking movie and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not gonna go. angry. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't imagine how these people are, but I am exhausted by oh, all of this. Yeah. I was very interested at first, but it just seems to be like a landslide of just BS drama, just weirdness. It's and, like, it, yeah. And oh, it's all because of, I mean, obviously Harry Styles being involved in it. I mean, look, if it was someone that was not, if it wasn't Harry Styles, I don't think we'd be talking about it as much, but because for whatever reason, it's Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles and Florence Pugh and Jason Sudeikis. For whatever reason, it's those four that have created, for whatever reason, the perfect storm of drama, allegedly, that people yeah. feel the need to write statements, defend, accuse, and I, you're right. I bet the four of them are just exhausted at this point. Yeah. And the <laughs> only two that really have not said anything about it are Harry and and Florence, really. I yeah. mean, Florence had the one Instagram post, but look, Harry had – okay, so Harry had the interview uh, who was with, with Rolling Stone not that long because he, he and Olivia kind of tag-teamed that interview. Yes. And, you know, they, they, they kind of, I mean, they, they didn't really spend a whole lot of time talking about the relationship. But, yeah, so, yeah, there's been some negativity, and there's been some positive, there's been some negative, but we don't let it bother us. And then shortly after Olivia had her interview, I think it was with, with what, L. Yeah. One of, one of the big magazines. And, again, kind of talked about it but didn't get into it. Um, Florence Pugh had the, had the one Instagram post. You know, hey, we had a, I had a good time making this movie. Uh, it was great experience, blah, 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 blah. And then now all of a sudden you got the nanny coming out now. It's like, are we really that desperate to prove one way or the other? Yeah. Well, and then it's like, and what, and what do we do? Like, yeah, I mean, how, okay, how so. fix this? Like, does, yeah. do, do they have to make a statement and say like, okay, this is when we started sleeping together. Like it's anybody's business. Right. Like it's just so weird. It is weird. It's, it's so cold that this so, situation has us all in. I know. It's like <laughs> okay, so if the nanny story comes out to be true, does that does that gonna change anything? Maybe a little. Is that gonna is that gonna make Harry Styles kind of seem like a kind of a bad person? I don't know. Well, Maybe like, not to it, piggyback or repeat from the Travis Scott situation, but I really wish that the statement that Olivia and Jason released, instead of them saying like, these are false allegations, this never happened. I wish that they would have taken a more like sympathetic route and said like, um, we are, we are hurt and betrayed, um, by this person that we had once had in our lives and, and in our home that she would, embellish and exaggerate a very painful transition time for the two of us and for our family. And, 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 and that it's gross that she's taking advantage of this situation. You know what I mean? 
Like, I wish they would have said that this is like, yeah, it was a rough time and our hearts are broken and like, but it happened. It is what it is. And we're moving on from it kind of thing and make, make her the, the bad guy as like taking advantage of them in this situation, in this tender moment, instead of just like, it's not true. Yeah. It's like the Travis Scott, like I've never seen her before. Like, like, but it, it's okay if it is true. Like it, you could just say it, it was embellished or exaggerated because I'm sure it is. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, I mean, look, this isn't the first time this has ever happened in the history of, of relationships, especially yeah. high profile relationships. Of course. And, you know, if, if there was a fling between Harry and Olivia, or I'm sorry, Harry and Florence, and that got the whole thing with her and Olivia to kind of have some beef and basically stop that. talking. Okay. You know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Is Zach Braff going to come out and say something now? Oh, I, well, Where, where's Zach Braff? Zach Braff, why don't you release a statement and you tell us what happened on your side of the story, if anything. That would make me so happy. Oh, <laughs> he just comes through and is like, you know who everybody's not talking about enough? Me. <laughs> I'm going to weigh <laughs> so, in here. <laughs> that's right. Let me, let me get on, on this. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll be following that, of course. All right, moving on now to another, another uh, we, we, obviously, we, we talk about Kanye West, and Kanye, again, has been, <laughs> I hate to say it, running his mouth. Oh, my He's God. angry. We know he has issues, but this time it may have gotten him in some trouble. Yeah. Uh, this past week, the mother of George Floyd's daughter announced that they are filing a $250 million lawsuit against Kanye West over his statements he made in an interview on the uh, it was on a podcast. I'm, I'm, I need to find the name of the podcast again. Uh, Drink Champs. That's what's called Drink Champs podcast. He made some statements about uh, George Floyd's death. So what Kanye said on the podcast was he had watched a documentary that Candace Owens put out. And he claims that they, that Floyd didn't die from yeah. police brutality, that he died from allegedly from fentanyl. And obviously those comments are obviously public. And so that's when George Floyd's daughter and, and mother, or I'm sorry, the daughter of, let me rephrase this, the mother of George, George Floyd's daughter announced they're filing this $250 million lawsuit. So the attorney, uh, Pat D. Dixon III, said in a statement that Kanye's comments are a, a repugnant attempt to discount George Floyd's life and to profit from his inhumane death. And so they're going to hold him accountable. And they're also going after uh, his business partners and associates too. Eesh. Um, well, hasn't, hasn't he already, Kanye's been dropped. So like what he canceled the deal with Gap and yep. didn't Balenciaga say bye-bye? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're dropping like flies now. Yeah. And I mean, it's already come out the, the, uh, the autopsy, the the coroner who who did the who did the initial work on on George Floyd, you know, it was already documented that yeah he died from, you know, the the knee on his neck. Yeah. Um. I mean, he 
it's already it's already documented. There, there's no changing it. He died from a you know uh, restraint neck compression. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now they did note that in the autopsy report that he did have a hypertensive heart issue, fentanyl intoxication, also recent methamphetamine use. Um, but for Kanye to say that. No, it was a fentanyl. The guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. Even though it was a video, like it was on video, right? Which was you, witnessed by the yeah. entire globe. Yeah, you have the medical examiner's report saying that, yeah, the, the knee was on the neck for almost nine minutes and died from neck compression. So every yeah. time, every. Every freaking time, I I begin to have some sympathy for Kanye West. Every time, I really start to think about it and think, you know, he's not like he he's 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 not in a good way. Like, but he's a good dude. I know in his heart he's a good. No, I take it all back. I'm an idiot. I am naive, and I wanted him to be a good person, but I just don't. I, I don't think so anymore. Right. I think he's sick and he needs help. And I just don't understand where, why he isn't getting it. Like, yeah. does he just have too many yes men uh, around him that they don't, like, nobody wants to be the person that's like, hey, man, maybe, maybe we should address this. There, there's like demonstrations and stuff going on about the anti- Semitic things that he has said over the weekend as well. Yeah. It's like, what? So what's interesting, though, is that I'm on Drink Champs's uh, website here. Oh, yeah. And uh, the episode that at least Yahoo News is trying to link to doesn't exist. Uh Uh-oh. So part of me wonders if, I mean, there's a clip of it that they have. Um, but I don't see that episode. So, uh, either they got the wrong link or drink champs is not airing that episode anymore. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I, I don't, again, I don't want to speculate, but I did see, I did see the clip of, I think it was like on Twitter that someone had, um, Now, again, it's this it just could be the wrong link that maybe Yahoo News has on their on their uh site here, but I again I don't it says it I don't see that episode that they're talking about. Unless it's a so that makes me wonder if uh when he, he says I can oh and I I I'm I, I really need Adidas to step up and do something because he says, quote, I can literally say anti-Semitic stuff and they can't drop me. And then he lowered his voice. He he paused. Dramatic effect. Pause. Lowered his voice and repeated it. I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Oh, boy. 
Wow. You know what? That's okay. Cause I'm more of a Nike girl myself. It's fine. <laughs> Turns out Adidas ain't getting a penny from me. Jeez. Yeah. I just so don't understand like the the still the denial about George Floyd. I don't understand how Candace Owens was able to do that documentary w- when I, I just I don't understand why people are so blind <laughs> when you yeah. literally have facts in front of you. Well, and he's been recently seen out and about with Candace Owens lately, too. Yes. I mean, they went to Paris Fashion Week together. Is that, isn't that right? Isn't that who he went to? to... I think so. I don't like her either, so. <laughs> Is there anybody that Shyler likes? <laughs> like every, every podcast, it's just, who does Shyler not like this week? Just recurring Uh-oh. segments featuring Kanye West. Yeah. So. We'll definitely see if that if that comes to uh, how that's going to play out. Yeah. Obviously, it'll it'll be a while before we, if it even goes to court, we'll see. But Kanye may may have some more trouble on his hands. Yep. And actually, just a side note, sidebar on that, um, TMZ reported that Kanye West hired Camille Vasquez to uh, take care of a lot of his uh, business event business oh, ventures. Like, yeah. So I'm sure Camille Vasquez knows exactly, hopefully, what she's getting herself into with Kanye. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would avoid that like the plague. Oof. Yeah. But I mean, money's money. Hey, I guess if if he's gonna pay the bills, and I I I guess you do what you got to do. Yeah. All right, moving on to our final law story. Um, so this one definitely caught a lot of people's attention. Uh early last week Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez snapping a photo together besties so photographer Tyrell Hampton this was at the uh, annual gala for the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures this was actually it happened on October 15th but posted the photo of the two on his Instagram with and this is the this is the best way to caption this photo of Haley and Selena posing together. He captioned it, quote, plot twist. <laughs> oh, That's the no. best caption you could do for those <laughs> two to pose. And and this is the first time the two have ever posed together. Now, if, if you followed anything with Haley and Justin, this is another thing that's that's kind of been like a little love triangle, is there's been a lot of rumors going around that Haley was the reason why Justin and Selena broke up. And just... Recently, and we talked about this on a previous episode of the of the weekly trash weekly trash recap podcast. Haley Bieber finally addressed those rumors and said, "Look, point blank, no. I was not with him when he was with anyone because she's been getting a lot of negativity, especially wow. from Selena Gomez fans, that she was the cause of Selena and Justin breaking up the second time, and yeah. she had to finally." finally come out and say something about it. And even Selena too came out as like, Hey, leave the poor girl alone. And then to have these two finally come together to pose for a photo. And there's actually a couple of photos too. It wasn't just one. There was a couple of them and basically putting an end to all of it. Like, look, stop. She's not the reason she had nothing to do with it. She's happily married to Justin. Be done with it. I mean, the the chokehold 
that these kids, <laughs> like these fans have over this like teenage romance. It's like they don't ever, I don't know. I, I understand there's, there's people that just don't ever want to accept that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez aren't a thing. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't understand what the obsession is there of like, I don't know. I mean, here we are talking about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles <laughs> and everything else, but. Well, I mean, there's such in a public eye that, you know, it, 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 we, we become infatuated and so glamorized by them. Yeah. And we talk about it because we see them all the time. We watch their films, TV shows, listen to their music. You know, we kind of, you kind of have like somewhat of a personal from a distance relationship with them. Yeah. Through their music, through their shows, through their, you know, through their movies. And so, you know, you want to kind of get to know them somewhat. And then you have this, you have this picture in your mind of, oh, this is how it should be. But then when that picture gets torn apart, it's almost like, yeah. well, wait a minute. No, that's, that's not how I imagined it. Yeah. But you have to realize you don't own them. You don't, you don't get to control who they get to date, not date. Yeah. Sleep with, not sleep with, you know, that's the thing. I mean, this, all of this, all of these things that happen with these, these relationships in Hollywood, this is not new. This happens in everyday life. Yeah. You know, it, well, it, I mean, just because I mean, it's, it's glamorized by yep. tabloids by us. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come, but we come to the realization that, look, we want to know just like anybody else, what really did happen. I mean, it's gossip. It's, it's, it's yeah. something that we, we, it's drama that we're drawn to, but Absolutely. in the end, you know, you, you want to find out who was at fault, who was right, who was wrong. Yeah. And in the end, when you find out who's right is who wrong, is it really going to change your perception of the person? Yeah, maybe a little. I'm just so glad that they they took this opportunity to do this because I know, like, I've, I, I know Haley gets so much crap, so much. Like, she can't go to uh, an award show or a Met Gala and and not have people screaming at her, Selena. And yeah. it's like, at this point, like, the poor girl has had, I mean, each of the girls, all of, well, all three of them now have had significant health issues. Mm -hmm. So like to see them come together as like a girl power kind of thing and show that there's, there is a genuine like love there. Yeah. I I'm glad. And I, I just hope, I hope people leave Haley alone. <laughs> I feel like she's gotten mercilessly bullied through oh, this. For sure. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. She can't handle it. I mean, you have to, but mm -hmm. it's it's still it's like it's like leave that poor girl alone. Like she she's married to Justin Bieber. Like she should be like the happiest woman in the world, and she can't because every time she turns around, she's getting bullied by some no name on the internet. And I'm I'm just glad that Selena was like, okay, publicly we're gonna do this and show that you know, girl power. Yeah. I kind of feel like if you want to end any kind of rumors or anything like that, just snap a photo with whoever it is, you know, like going back to Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, you know what you want to end all of it. 
you get Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Florence Pugh, Zach Braff, all to have a picture together at a dinner table smiling. And you know yeah. what? That'd be the end of it. Like, hey, look, they all, they're all cool. Yeah. Imagine, imagine in a year, we'll get that. We'll get that picture. <laughs> just like all of them kicking it, hanging out together. Yeah. And they'll be like, it's like you well, made us more money. Or like, you know, that I put on the performance of my life. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for this drama, I never would have got the role because people wouldn't been talking about me. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, and who knows? I mean, obviously, celebrities like to have a little bit of privacy. Somewhat. Yeah. I mean, you can't go into Hollywood thinking you're going to be just as private as anybody else. No, that's yeah. not the case. <laughs> Sorry. <Of course. laughs> but, you know, I, I look, if you want to bury the, the beef, just do what do what uh, Selena and Haley did. Yeah. Let's go take a picture. You, you yeah. want to end all of the rumors? And such, you know what? Same thing with with Kylie and and Travis Scott. You want to end that? Just Kylie and Travis, you know, just take a picture and just have the caption, "Not angry" or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't Bahati do that after the Adam Levine rumors and stuff? Yeah. She posted a picture on Instagram or something, and it was right. like, I mean, that's, look, that's she how probably, you handle things as yes, an adult. <laughs> that's true. I mean, she probably knew he. Maybe he already had said something or, or whatever it is. They they talked through it, you know. And look, had had this, you know, like going back to the Adam Levine thing, you know. Okay, the, the it comes out to be true. Yes, he was being inappropriate with this this person on uh, on 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 Instagram. And you know what? If Bahati was like, you know what? No, I can't. I can't do it. Okay, that's cool. You know what? That, but if they were going to work through it, cool. Either way. Exactly. You know? <laughs> if Bahati, if they already had talked about it and it came out, she's like, it, 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 I already know. You yeah. know what? We, we talked through it. We're good now. He learned his lesson. Or it could have been the other way around. You know what? It came out. I can't handle it. I'm sorry. Um, we're We're parting ways. Yeah. You know, it, that's... That's just how it is. And, and, and look, for like, and we keep going back to the previous, <laughs> the previous cheating going on. Everything's kind of connected, ain't it? It, it all's connected. But, you know, it, it, look, the ex nanny, for whatever reason, had to tell her side, okay, cool. I mean, like we've said before, if it turns out that the nanny story's true, okay. Yeah, you know right. what? Hey, the nanny was right. This is how it happened. Uh, are you going to go see a Harry Styles concert if you get the chance? Yeah. Are you going to go see Olivia Wilde in a movie? Probably. You know, yeah. it's not, I don't think it's going to change your perception too much. I mean, it, it may change your perception a little bit, but are you going to still go see their movies and go watch their concerts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're still going to be like the, it's, yeah, it's still going to be like the same old, same old yeah. business as usual. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe so you know when we drop those new episodes. You can listen to them, and you can listen to uh, past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we will talk to you again next week.